You're listening to Conversations About Power. I'm your host, Lynn Coleman, and the creator of the Magnificana Method, which helps you find the words you need to express what you were born to do. In this podcast, we explore power and powerful self-expression. We all have stories to tell about power. So get ready to be inspired. Conversations about power started as a project. I decided to talk to a number of people about what they thought about power. And we did this online in Zoom. And then I realized that it could become a podcast. Now, in the very first conversation, I'm talking to Silka Harvey. Silka's got a really interesting background as a musician, translator. Now she publishes books and she's off around the world with her dogs in a Land Rover. A fascinating person. And I was really interested to hear what Silka would think about power. Because I know that Silka's really interested in female empowerment. And in our conversation, she talks about power and our history of power and how we think about power. And she also talks about the roles that stories play when we think about power in our lives. It's a really interesting conversation. So here we go with the very first conversation about power. And today, it's Silka. Silka Harvey's come to talk to us. Well, hi, everybody. And thank you, Lynn, for having me on your podcast. The idea is, is that we're talking about power. And, you know, for a long, long time, power's been not been a good experience for women. We've been on the wrong side of it. It's been, you know, a lot of our ideas about power are about power over other people. And a lot of the time as women, we've experienced it as being power under rather than power over. So it's no wonder that we can get quite triggered by the word. Um, But I'd really like to explore alternative ways of looking at power. And and that's what these conversations are all about. So if you're watching this and thinking power, please stay listening, because I just like to, you know, encourage you to think about it a little bit. And all of the people I've asked to come and talk to us all have experiences of power that I know are going to be really, really valuable. And and that's, you know, so I'm really excited to hear what everybody's got to share. Now, Silka is the first one. So she's already, you know, showing her power of being, turning up being the first one (laughs) to do this. So, Silka, Mm -hmm. tell us a bit about who you are and what you do. But I'm Silke Harvey and I'm the CEO of Inner Hippie Books and that's a publishing house for women and female entrepreneurs who are all light workers and see themselves as the way showers to the golden age. So I work very much with female empowerment because I do believe that women should take up their rightful place in society and that it's about time that we uh, lose all the fears that the ancestral wounds like burning times put on women. So uh, that's my work. I work with authors. I encourage women to share their stories because storytelling is an integral part of the human nature. 
we did it already as cavemen sitting around campfires. So I'm going out there to tell women that it's good to share the stories, that it's powerful to share your stories because stories can change the world more than weapons or anything else can. The old saying about that, the pen is mightier than the sword, I do truly believe in that. And so my whole work really is about power. Yeah. So you can see why I invited Silka. <laughs> so I invited you. So if I say the word power to you, what do you associate with the word power? Yeah. Many years ago, I would have associated the power over people. But mm. through my work of working with women, I now associate power with your inner strength and also the ability to get through hard times, to get through challenging situations and to find all that, that strong, powerful core inside of you to deal with the world as it's happening around you. Yeah. So that's a lot, isn't it? It's about, um, you know, how do you how do you stay strong when things are happening around you? But it's it's also, you know, sort of like sort of expressing that with others as well, isn't it? It's it's not about it's really not about suppressing other people, but more about a personal experience of power. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The internalization of power rather than the externalization. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was I don't know whether I mentioned I've been reading a book about power recently and and fast book very interesting all about you know historical figures and how they applied power and and how they clung on to it for, you know and and at the end of the book I realized they hadn't even defined what they saw as power which is really interesting because you know it's yeah. like I think generally people tend to see power as it really is, as you say, externalized power, power over other people rather than that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Actually, there's a whole new, a whole different way to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how does this knowing this about power help you in your business? Well, I think that having this inner strength, the inner power is essential to run a business because it certainly is challenging at times to run a business. It's not just fun and roses. It is really quite hard, especially when you're a startup, when you're a young entrepreneur. And there's also so much challenging stuff out there, especially on the internet and contradicting opinions and trolling and all, also the, all the negative stuff that also comes with yeah. being visible online. So you need the power, your inner strength to get through all of that, to navigate your way through and be successful at business. What do you do, for example, if you come across something that, you know, that might once upon a time have upset you? What do you do differently now? There were certain things still upset me, but I think it's all the way how to deal with it you know when something upset upsets you do you go down and spend like days in the dump and really like fighting to uh, get back up or do you just brush it off 
what I tend to do to brush off all the upsetting moments is I like to go for walks, I like to meditate, and uh, I have a deep connection with nature. So if something really has upset me, you might find me talking to my favorite tree afterwards when I'm going for a walk with my dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I talk to trees as well. So, you know, some people might think, what, talk to trees? But you'd be amazed. You'd be amazed what they have to say. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's not actually, it's not actually brushing it off, is it? It's not like pretending it doesn't exist. It's just not going into that pit of despair and self pity Mm -hmm. and overwhelm that, let's face it, all of us have known. I mean, none of us yes. are immune to this stuff, but it's just so it's just, you know, finding a way to react to it and then getting on with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That That is the I think that is the main way of using your power to use it for processing the things that need processing and making sure that you're OK at the end of it. Yeah. Which means that you can go out and then help more people, which is which is what you want to do. So at least that's whatever, you know, my clients tell me, you know, ask them, what do they want to do? They want to help people. Exactly. You've got to help yourself to be able to help other people. So when do you feel most powerful? I think I feel most powerful after I've had a real success. You know, I might have set myself a goal or a target and I smashed it and everything went right or it's been a really good day you know sun is shining everything got done the housework got done so yeah I tend to feel most powerful on those days when everything just went right for you yeah so it's to do with doing a lot then for you getting things done achieving your goals that gives you a sense of power is that is that what you what you say yes yeah. yeah, so basically the achievement of your goals gives gives me a sense of power, but also just when I'm feeling really good, like it's a really sunny day and I'm out and it's been a really great day, that also gives me a feeling of power. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, isn't it? Because it's there's also if you're feeling sort of light and calm and joyful and and then you feel like you can cope with anything, don't you? You do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what what do you what do you enjoy about power? I enjoy most the way that power has the ability to get you closer to achieving your dreams and closer to having that dream life that everybody is ultimately trying to to lead. And probably it's it's having dreams that encourage you to be more powerful as well thinking about it you know thinking off the top of my head because if you don't have dreams mm-hmm. why would you need power that's so, very true yeah hadn't thought about that connection before now this is why we're holding these conversations as much as anything so when you want to feel more powerful I mean we all have these you know we 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 all have these moments where we just feel sort of like weak and want a hug and all of that and that's also part absolutely part of the you know us as human beings so 
you talked about sort of like meditating or going for a walk or things like that. So what is it about those that help you feel more powerful again, do you think? I think it's the way that all these activities bring you back to your own center and they're very mindful and mindfulness in itself is a really to a real tonic for the soul and for the mind because you stop all the worry and you stop all the stress because you're only focusing on the moment and it also helps me a lot lovely dog and when i'm walking with her and i really need to come back to my own center i actually just focus on her and playing with her because that gets me in touch with my own inner child because Dogs in particular have got such an innocence about them when they are playing. And they also demand all of your attention at that time. So when you're really running around the field with a dog and throwing sticks, there is no way you can start worrying about the bill you've just had this morning or about the pool that you're going to go on in about two hours time. You really are focused in the moment. And that is unbelievably beneficial, I find, to the mind. Yeah, I can absolutely agree with that. I mean, I don't have the I don't have the the dog energy. I do have I do, however, have a cat that will come and sit in front of me, in front of the laptop, and stare at me until he gets attention. And you know, okay, and they, and then he doesn't just need any old attention; he needs real attention. So mm -hmm. you know, if I actually sit there and pay him some real attention, and he's aware that I've sort of I, I can feel my you know. I can feel myself relaxing into the moment. Then he's satisfied and off he'll go again. It's, yeah. it's like a little Zen cat comes yeah. and stop, you're stressing, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cats are good for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of thing, any kind of interaction with, you know, with animals or I used to find playing with my kids did the same thing mm -hmm. as well. Just yes. To, Half an hour with a box of Lego would would do the trick anytime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what would you say to business owners who don't feel very powerful or wouldn't or shy away from the idea of power? What advice would you give them? Yeah, my advice is: a don't shy away from power because power is not bad. The, the way power is perceived as bad is just something that has been taught to us through history. But that's a completely different kind of power. So don't misunderstand the word power and see that there are different types of power. So pick the power that actually speaks the most to you. It can be like the gentle power inside of you, or it could be the power of the mind, if you like to work with the mind a lot. You know, pick some aspect of power that really resonates with you and work with it, meditate on it, and actually start figuring out how you can use power in your own business for your own benefit in a gentle way. Yeah, great advice, great advice. So yeah, you don't need to be afraid of it. It's in you anyway, whether you know it or not. You know, so fantastic advice. Is there anything else you'd like to say on the subject of, of power, Silka? Um, yeah. Power to all women. 
you know, we all have the power, like you just said, and it's time to use it. We are all capable of leading our dream lives. And yeah, it. I think the golden age is starting, like everybody keeps talking about, but it really is because mindsets are shifting all over the world. And now is the time to stand in your power. If you feel you don't have power, grab it back, you know, because that in itself makes you whole and go out there and live your life. Fantastic. Thank you very much. How can people get in touch with you? Where can they find you, Silka? Okay, the best way of getting in touch with with me is direct via email. That's silka at innerhippiebooks.com. Or you can also find me on Facebook. And that's just silka.harvey. Fantastic. Thank you very much for starting us off with the conversations about power. Love your perspective on it. And I hope hope you've enjoyed listening to it if you're listening to it. So thanks very much, Silka. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Conversations About Power with your host, Lynn Coleman copywriter and copy coach for coaches, trainers, and healers, and creator of the Magnificana Method, which helps you find the words you need to express what you were born to do. You'll find all the contact details in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe for more inspiration. And I'd love to hear from you. Meet me on Facebook or Instagram, and let's continue the conversation.